Well, good evening, America. It is 7 p.m. It is Wednesday, September 23, 2020, and it's time to queer up the news. We are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. So many of your stories we are going to tell this evening on Queer News Tonight. Tonight on the world's first live daily queer evening news show. Tonight's news about the gay community and the news from an LGBTQ perspective. Are our gay stories important to you? In headlines, politics, entertainment, gay culture, travel, religion, and more. Reported by respected anchors. Out of the closet and into the headlines on Q News Tonight. Well, thank you for joining Queer News Tonight. We are live. This is an unedited evening LGBTQ news show. So anything, anything, as you've seen this week, anything can happen. This evening, we bring you the news of and a perspective from the LGBTQ community. I'm your anchor, Al Ferguson, and these are my co-anchors, Dr. Ty Hauser and David Hopkins. Let's queer up the news. Tonight, we begin with queer headlines. The LGBTQ community in America is diverse, while the LGBTQ community around the world is vast. And we're going to the bullet points of queer news for today, Wednesday, September 23rd, 2020. We begin by queering up Vote 2020 in reporting that Trump embraces Hornet survey that says 45% of LGBTQ support Donald Trump. President Donald Trump shared a tweet with his 86 million followers, applauding a new poll that found 45% of American gay men surveyed plan to cast their ballots for him in November. In typical succinct fashion, he simply tweeted, great. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Republican National Committee did not adopt a new platform for 2020 and its presidential election, choosing rather to run the party's 2016 platform. That platform condemned the 2015 Supreme Court ruling in Obergefell versus Hodges that legalized same-sex marriage across the country and called for a return to traditional marriage, quote, based on marriage between one man and one woman as the foundation for a free society, end quote. As usual, though, Trump only sees what is good for himself in the moment, and so he will gladly prop up a poll from a grinder like app, which are all about gay sex, if it means it is winning, something his hardline religious followers don't seem to even notice. I, nothing gets crazier. I, I, you know, we, we know this survey doesn't work. It's been debunked, but it works for Trump, so we're going to use it. Well, you know, I believe these surveys 100%. After all, Grinder, according to that, the average penis size is nine inches. Which, <laughs> you, know. you know, it's so funny to me. He invented uh, fake news. And one of the things that uh, the left absolutely hates is he's been successful in selling that concept. And that's exactly what he's done here. This survey of 45% of the LGBT community uh, supporting him is basically... A grinder app. It's a variation of a grinder app. 
That does not slow him down at all. So in, as a result, he's selling fake news. But it works because we are so gullible. Next, we'll queer up entertainment. Black drag race stars have a PSA for fans. Stop being toxic. Watch this. What's up, y'all? I'm Ray. My name is Tony. I'm Tim. I'm Trevin. Now, most of you probably know me as Heidi in Closet. The Vixen. Mariah. Yes, Vichy might be. Widow Von Du. Mayhem Miller. But let me tell you a little bit more about Dewan for a second. I'm a husband. My uncle. My favorite auntie. I'm a hairstylist by trade. I enjoy spending so much time with my friends. Your words have power. Let's use them for good. Let's do this for real. And make RuPaul's Travers the example. Everybody say love. Love. Love, 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 love. Now say love. I love y'all. Mwah. Tim Wilcots and Elijah Kelly, known as the beloved drag queens Latrice Royale and Mariah, are just two of several black alumni of RuPaul's Drag Race who came together for a PSA against racism in the long-running reality com competitions show's fan base. In a two-minute video posted to the official RuPaul's Drag Race YouTube channel on Tuesday, the individuals behind the personas of Heidi and Closet, Mayhem, Miller, Window, Von Du, and The Vixen discuss the things that make them human. Everything from a reference for pineapple on pizza to lifelong struggles with discrimination. Now, more than ever, toxicity is not wanted in our broader community. Um, I, I love this video and I love the queens in it too. Um, they all have had conflicts based on their, their history and, and their own experiences that were even televised on the show and I've seen it in the fan base. So I love that instead of attacking back, they're coming out with, you know, this is who we are and this is love. You know, I've worked with most of them uh, related to the RuPaul cruise and a shout out to all of you. What an amazing um, uh, choice to do this uh, it is. And you know, one of the things that was the most exciting to me when I watched this yesterday is you started with your real given names. I thought that that was awesome because you don't start with your uh, personality, you start with the authenticity of you. And then your personality is also just the cherry on top. Bravo, yeah. bravo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very nice. We always forget that people have real lives outside of their personas. And it, I love to see that. I love to know that you're an uncle. I love to know that you're a husband. I love to know that you're all of those wonderful things that the rest of us are as well. Next week, we're up the USA. The LGBTQ community had the White Knight Riots in San Francisco. Kentucky becomes a reflection for Black Lives Matter. Watch this. This is, first of all, a very historic moment. We've been waiting since March as an entire nation to see if there would be some accountability for the killing of Breonna Taylor, the 26-year-old emergency technician in Kentucky, in Louisville in particular. And now we see that there will be some form of accountability, at least charged on one of the officers. Now, there were three officers who were involved in the shooting. There was the first officer who went in who was shot in his leg, severing a femoral artery after being shot by the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor, Mr. Walker. Then you had a third officer who was not named in this particular indictment that we hear right now, who is also involved as a plainclothes narcotics officer. The one who has been charged is the same one who was fired back earlier in the summer. 
In May of 1979, the LGBTQ community struck out against the city of San Francisco, destroying the city hall, police department, and other businesses. The spark that started this flame was the injustice of Harvey Milk's assassin being let off with a light sentence. For the past seven months, we have been watching that same sense of injustice build due to the death of innocent frontline worker Breonna Taylor. Will today's announcements in Kentucky be the spark for the White Knight Riots of 2020? Is tonight going to be an echo of the LGBTQ past in the black American community? Will we continue to report, or, I'm sorry, we will continue to report on this as events unfold? Well, uh, when I saw the news this morning that the that uh, charging uh, was going to come out this afternoon, um, I immediately thought about this evening um, and uh, what's going to happen next. I think the comparison to San Francisco for our community uh, and what's going on in Louisville and really all over the country is apropos. The sad thing in terms of what likely we project is going to happen uh, is that President Trump is going to make it political and he's going to make it a campaign issue and he's going to scare a lot of damn white people. Yeah, and I think that's the point with the white people. I think they're going to see this as justice. Okay, he was, you know, he was he was uh, indicted. That's not justice. That's just the light sentence, the way around. Yes, and the other ones are getting off um, because they can't tell for sure whose bullet actually killed her. The only reason the one officer is getting any charges is for firing through a curtain. Uh, he fired in a room with three people, so he's getting three charges. Each of one only holds a maximum of five years. Mm. Next, we queer up Vote 2020 and reporting the GOP, uh, a candidate for the GOP, mocks black gay opponent, quote, because of the way he talks. A Republican lawmaker in Illinois is apologizing for racist and homophobic comments she was caught making at a fundraiser against her Democratic opponent. State Representative Amy Grant represents the state's 42nd State House District, which is in DuPage County, located right next to Chicago. She was caught making fun of her opponent, Democrat Ken Mihav Beal, who is black and gay, saying that he will be, quote, another person in the Black Caucus, and because of the way he talks, which is all LGBTQ, end quote. Grant took office in 2018 when she won the general election against her Democratic opponent with just a thin 52 to 48% margin. We hope she is replaced this fall. Next, we'll queer up entertainment. Stanley Tucci and Colin Firth fight against mental decline in Supernova. Watch this. Like to make a speech? I, uh... Well, maybe, maybe Sam will do it for me. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. you do it for me. Now, as most of you will know, I'm slowly losing my ability to remember. And I definitely wouldn't be here if it weren't for this man next to me. I want to be remembered for who I was, but not for who I'm about to become. With a global debut today at the San Sebastian International Film Academy, Supernova has released its first trailer. The plot shows Tusker, played by Tucci, and Sam, played by Firth, taking a long road trip in their RV in the wake of Tusker's early onset dementia diagnosis. They see family, friends, sights, and celebrate Tusker's birthday in the trailer. But the film is an emotional one, as the pair have to confront their feelings and love for one another in the context of the illness. This is a story that would have never been about a gay couple 20 years ago, and such a touching film 
being part of our LGBTQ community is very welcome. Yeah, um, I hadn't heard much about this movie until I watched the trailer today to get that snippet for the show, and it looks absolutely amazing, and it got me a little bit choked up just in that 30 seconds. Um, seeing the struggle and the love, it, it's amazing. Well, last night in uh, The Big Finish, we made a joke about the thirst between the two actors in this show and uh, in this uh, new film, uh, and we love that. But also, I want to bring to your attention, this is really about ageism. And uh, older men, especially in the LGBTQ community, which becomes what is frequently referred to as gaygeism. And tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on Gay Town Hall, this is going to be a major topic of um, uh, boomers versus Gen Z and millennials, and why we don't have more respect in the LGBTQ community for our older members of our community. You want to tune in. I think likely it's going to be one of the best conversations ever in America. All I heard there was Al desperate for validation from someone younger. <laughs> and then he ignored Gen X, but that's usual. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Next week, Queer Up the World. Parents of LGBTQ teens are less accepting of their children than 20 years ago, according to new research. Research published in the Journey of sorry, Journal of Child and Family Studies found that parental behaviors toward LGBTQ youth have steadily worsened for nearly two decades, a result which surprised the, three, uh, the report's top researchers, considering the overall rise of acceptance towards queer people in recent years. It has been suggested that parents' decreasing acceptance might be a symptom of a wider backlash to social norms easing around sexual minorities. In recent political debates, marriage equality and LGBTQ issues have been discussed, thereby exposing LGBTQ issues in households and making them a subject to scrutiny. Next, we queer up the USA in reporting the Abbey's Christmas in September Tory Drive goes viral. West Hollywood's most famous gay bar is celebrating its 15th annual Christmas in September benefit for the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles remotely for the first time, and it's easier than ever to be charitable. This is the largest toy drive of its kind, benefiting the Children's Hospital, which is more in need than ever due to the impact of the pandemic. Helping children and, well, hot guys, what's not to love here? Continuing to queer up the USA, Governor tells Betsy DeVos to butt out over trans student athletes. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont blasted Secretary of Education Elizabeth DeVos for threatening to withhold $18 million in federal funding to several magnet schools in the state unless they withdraw from an athletic conference that permits student athletes to compete according to the gender which they identify. Under DeVos, the Department of Education has been rolling back protections for trans athletes. Last year, she acknowledged that the administration's choice to restrict Obama-era protections for transgendered students exposed those students to additional harassment and discrimination. Now we queer up the world. Polish town will remain LGBTQ-free zone despite global criticism. Councillors in eastern Poland voted narrowly on Tuesday to keep a motion declaring their town free from LGBT ideology as international pressure grows on dozens of Polish municipalities that have made similar declarations. The mayor's office in Krasnik said councillors had voted 11 to 9 to keep the symbolic anti-LGBT motion that was passed in May of 2019, which declared that the town would defend itself from, quote, radical striving for a cultural revolution. 
Last week, the European Parliament passed a resolution calling on the EU to take action against Poland for rolling back LGBT rights and compromising judicial independence, including potentially deny it funding from the bloc. Next, we queer up religion. Christian extremists are celebrating Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death. Right-wing Christian groups and individuals such as former Trump campaign advisor Frank Amidia are proclaiming Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death was celestially ordained and therefore, quote, belongs to God, end quote. Complete with anti-Semitic slurs, they say uh, the honored jurist, a jurist was a mass murdering hag who ruined more lives than Hitler, Mao, and Stalin combined. There was a lot more that was said, but I do not wish to give any further platform to those that would be so disgraceful during the week of a great woman's passing. This is now Trump's America. Next, we'll clear up the USA. Grinnell defends progress in global initiative to decriminalize homosexuality. Richard Grinnell, the former director of acting intelligence who has become the face of LGBTQ outreach to reelect President Trump, defended on Monday the progress of the global initiative he led in the Trump administration to decriminalize homosexuality. Rooting the problem in Islamic beliefs, Grinnell also said that the decriminalization of same-sex relations across the globe is an incredibly difficult problem, citing not only laws, but quote, ties to majority Muslim countries who believe religiously in denying basic rights to gay and lesbians, end quote. Strangely, no mention of Christianity's role in our own country was mentioned. Speaking of that, next week, queer up religion. Church depicts Jesus as genderqueer with breasts, a beard, and makeup, so, quote, everyone sees themselves in Christ. The National Church of Iceland has apologized for circulating a children's Sunday school advertisement that depicted Jesus Christ as genderqueer. The church said in a statement, quote, the 2020 assembly of the National Church regrets that the picture of Jesus in a Sunday school advertisement has hurt people. The goal was to emphasize diversity, not to hurt people or shock them, end quote. If nothing else, it certainly got the world talking. Next, let's catch up on all of the news surrounding COVID-19 with our segment we call Quarantine Quickies. The first story tonight is our daily reporting of the coronavirus facts, especially important to the LGBTQ community. First, we report on coronavirus case numbers. Based on the standard acceptance of 7% population of the LGBTQ community, the world's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases stand at a staggering 2,235,680, while America's LGBTQ COVID-19 cases stand at nearly half a million at 497,754. We remind you that America continues to be ground zero of the pandemic. The USA is just 4.4% of the world's population, and today America is 22.2% of the world's cases. Next, we report on coronavirus deaths. The world's LGBTQ COVID-19 deaths stand at 68,467, while America's LGBTQ COVID-19 deaths stand at 14,414. The USA is 21% of all of the world's deaths. Quarantine quickies. Faster, cheaper COVID-19 tests in, in danger of creating blind spot in data collection. 
Watch this. September 2020 marks a grim milestone for the U.S. Over 6 million infections and 200,000 virus deaths, accounting for a quarter of the world's fatalities. It is being compared. Harbor D-Day and 9-11. America shut down, the coronavirus soaring in the U.S. ABC News looked back at the last six months of life during the coronavirus pandemic. How we got to this milestone, what went wrong, and how it's still impacting us all. More than 100 million COVID-19 tests have been performed in the United States, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's COVID data tracker. But the true number of tests is unknown because of decentralized accounting and the fact that not all the tests were created equally. The CDC only includes PCR tests in its count. These tests look for presence of the virus and are usually sent away from a doctor's office and processed in a large centralized lab. However, increasingly, doctors' offices are offering a new generation of 15-minute rapid tests, which might not always be counted. Keeping track of diagnostic testing at a national level is essential not only for accurately counting confirmed COVID-19 cases, but also for guiding our efforts to control the pandemic. Unfortunately, it seems that many states either don't report data from the antigen test to the CDC or are not keeping complete data on it, endangering us all. I remember reporting early on in the uh, pandemic that Florida was only counting cases from state testing facilities, not from private doctor's offices or non-state funded hospitals. So Florida from the get-go, even at the huge counts, was way underreporting, and it appears it's been a national trend. LGBTQ America, uh, I hope you listen carefully. This is probably the most important story that we have done in 2020, more important than vaccine. If we have a quick test that is accurate within 15 minutes, we will be able to manage COVID-19 going forward, regardless of whatever else goes on, because you won't be able to get on planes, you won't be able to come into uh, high gathering areas, including events and festivals, which might be placed back on the table because they can identify before you come in whether you have COVID-19. Follow this story carefully. Fake news, Trump has it all solved. What are we even talking about? <laughs> Quarantine quickies. COVID-19 misery hits LGBTQ America, not in health, but one in two small businesses will never return. Watch this. We are barely making uh, ends meet. You know, uh, whatever savings we have, we are trying to put it back into the business. Piazza Pellegrini is now a minority in San Francisco. A new survey by the San Francisco Chamber of Commerce shows only 46% of storefront businesses in the city that were open at the beginning of the pandemic are still operating. That's 1,200 storefronts still in business, 1,300 closed. Small businesses are vital to the American economy. They employ 60 million people, almost half the nation's private sector workforce, and create prosperity for the U.S. families. They generate tax revenues that fund public safety, schools, parks, and other municipal services, and bring local color to their communities. But misery has swept through the LGBTQ community thanks to COVID-19, dealing body blows to owners, workers, landlords, and town budgets. And although the Paycheck Protection Program supplied almost $700 billion to help small businesses crushed by COVID-19, many merchants' operations and futures remain in peril. At the beginning of closures uh, in March, 
uh, in the shutdowns, we reported that COVID-19 was disproportionately affecting the LGBTQ community because such a high percentage of our community worked in uh, tourism, uh, restaurants, bars, and other related leisure industries. These industries on a local level are the ones that are being decimated and going to be closed. This is something we're going to watch over the next year. Even if things improve for COVID, it is still going to dramatically affect the LGBTQ community because we're going to lose half of all of our small businesses. So yeah, high streets are closing up and dying and Wall Street seems to be doing just fine. Uh, love that we can send Wall Street money when it needs it, but we don't really like to take care of our people. Well, and, and the, the poor attempt at uh, distributing the Paycheck Protection Plan money was ineffective for small businesses. Uh, right here in Wilton Manors, I don't know of any of the businesses that actually was able to get any of it. And people will critique that restaurants are, I'm sorry, bars are now serving light foods. So they can be open as restaurants, but people need to make a living and this is the only way they can do it. I have been to uh, the new Wilton Manors uh, restaurants uh, with both Ty and David, and we love our peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> and I'm happy to buy them. Happy to buy them. All right, let's move out of our quarantine quickies. Uh, we are uh, just uh, going to move on to say that we want to note caution here, LGBT America, that if you are watching this right now, Q News Tonight, with a loved one, be careful. You might be replaced by the end of this photo essay of the 10 things that are better than having a boyfriend. And number nine is going to shock the entire gay world. Watch this. Are you still single? Q News presents 10 things that are better than having a boyfriend. Number 1. Drunken, late-night pizza delivery. Number 2. Funny cat videos. Number 3. Finding an unlimited subway pass on the floor. Number 4. Unlikely animal friendships. Number 5. Having two boyfriends. The more, the merrier. Number 6. When your parents visit and buy all of your groceries. Number 7. Friends. Number 8. When the bartender takes a shot with you. Number 9. Not having to douche all the time. Number 10. Having a great boyfriend. I have high standards, so I'm just waiting for Prince Charming. If you need more photo essays to get you through your lonely nights, you know what to do. Well, Happening on Television Network, by the way, I told you nine was going to be big. <laughs> Happening on Television Network is broadcasting on our brand new set in partnership with the Sunshine Cathedral, the world's largest queer church right here in Fort Lauderdale in Wilton Manors, Florida. We always joke we're broadcasting from the gayest place on planet Earth. And tonight, by the way, at eight o'clock, we're going to celebrate the second anniversary of It's Happening Out, and we're going to prove to you once and for all how <laughs> damn gay we all are. 
Our support of the Sunday celebration of Sunshine Cathedral is the largest LGBTQ religious broadcast in the entire world. Every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time and it's completely live. We encourage you to tune in. Sunshine Cathedral is my queer church. Watch this. My name is Reverend Rendell. I'm volunteer clergy and Sunshine Cathedral is my queer church. We'd also like to thank our set designer, Concepto Modern Living here in Fort Lauderdale for making this set in this amazing queer church campus possible. All right, we're at the end of the show, Q News tonight, and we end tonight's broadcast with The Big Finish. These are short story mentions of LGBTQ news or news with a gay perspective. So here we go, first on Queer News Tonight's The Big Finish. Happy anniversary as groundbreaking It's Happening Out turns two. And Al turns 102. <laughs> Ageism. Ageism. <laughs> and after producing this show for two years, I have enough gray to be 102, but it is a labor of love. Um, I love the cast. I love the show. We have a lot of important conversations, so make sure you tune in. Can, can we see that slide again? I, I just briefly Yeah, that, that was that original. That was the first promotion slide of the launch of September 20th, uh, 2018. The power still looks the same. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I knew a lot of people who texted me. We'll, we'll talk about you uh, on It's Happening Out tonight. Uh, texted me after our messy show. Uh, sure, we were going to fail, and people said that uh, we were. I am nothing if not a gracious winner. So fuck all of you. <laughs> you know who you are. And I'm talking to Power Infinity. The Big Finish. Team. Village People Star insists that YMCA is not about illicit gay sex, and he threatens to sue anyone who says it. So in literature, we have a theory called the death of the author, which means that if you wrote it, it doesn't matter what you think it means. It's what we say it means. It's about illicit gay sex. Yes. Young man, there's a place you can go. Young man, if you're short on your dough. Young man, it's called Club Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> right. And all I got to say is I'm straight. Got it. Got it. The big finish. Want to own the DC Eagle? Place your bid now. You can. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think I do. I like the Florida Eagle better. Funny you say that. The general manager of the Wilton Mariners Eagle used to be the general manager of the uh, DC Eagle, but the owners were terrible and the whole community turned their back on them. I would love to be involved in resurrecting the Eagle as what it should be, a fun community place where everyone can be kinky and safe. First off, the Eagle, what are we talking about? I really don't have any idea what we're talking It's about. that place you go for paninis. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, I've been there with you. Now I know. 
Uh, I have offered $3 and one shiny quarter. Seriously, I have. But for some puzzling reason, they have yet to respond to any of my uh, offers. I don't, I don't know why. The Big Finish. Happy anniversary as it gets better turns 10. Uh, fantastic organization and it really does get better. Um, when this first started, uh, between Dan Savage, the people from Pixar, all these big names, um, a lot of those videos are a great way to sit and watch if you want to ugly cry for a while. We have talked at uh, Queer News Tonight, it's happening out, uh, about the importance of suicide and suicide prevention, uh, a national toll-free hotline, etc. Uh, it's get, uh, it Gets Better uh, was a leader in this field. It's a very important organization, inspiring hope in dark times and breathing life into many who thought that they had none left. It's been a great 10 years and we wish you a great next 10 years. The Big Finish. <sighs> Carol Baskin's back in the news, America. <laughs> no. Carol Baskin sued for defamation yesterday by the missing husband's family over her jokes on Dancing with the Stars. I, I mean, she looks like a joke there. They also <laughs> look like they've been stopped. So I, I'm done with Carol. I'm just done. done. Look, just because she owns a tiger farm and her husband just mysteriously went on vacation one day found telling him when he left her millions and was never seen again, <laughs> tiger with doesn't mean the tigers <laughs> didn't get fed. <laughs> exactly. I'm very sad to say uh, I've been to her tiger animal cat uh, habitat. She lives just five minutes from my house in Sarasota. Yuck. Uh, sadly, Carol uh, was forced to admit that she had nothing left to sue, not even her dignity, which uh, she put out there on a Dancing with the Stars. She clearly has no dignity left. Uh, the big finish. Big anniversary here or threshold. More than 200,000 Americans have died now of COVID-19. Well, America, I was originally intending to be as silent as my co-anchors. Uh, you're seeing this slide. And until it dawned on me that silence is the only answer that over 200,000 dead Americans can give now to their loved ones who mourn, to the communities they left behind, to the now inert dreams that danced in their mind. You're not seeing any movement except the flags of the 200,000. That vacation they were saving up for or that graduation they were going to attend young medical workers who worked their entire lives to save people only to be lost because they were not prepared for this pandemic. Silence is all they can offer us and their silence should cause each and every one of us to get loud, to get very loud. These people did not need to die. The only way we can affect change is to vote and to show that this is not acceptable in our America. Well, that is today's news for the LGBTQ community on the world's first daily LGBTQ evening news show. Remember, if it's important to the LGBTQ community, it's important to Queer News Tonight.
but you must help us. Click subscribe on YouTube and share this news. We are literally out of the closet and into the headlines. This is the only source of live LGBTQ news in the entire world, and your community does need your support. You are not alone. We'll get through this crisis together. We are here with you, and this is Queer News Tonight. So thank you for joining us. I'm Al Ferguson, and on behalf of Dr. Ty Hauser and David Hopkins, we'll see you daily and tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Good night, America. Good night.